0: Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidate Interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Joy Cardeen, and I would like to introduce Barbara Harrington McKinney, who is running for alder in District 20. As we begin, I'd like you to give an opening statement about the educational, the vocational, the civic experience that you have, which qualifies you for this office, and why you're running for alder.
1: Uh, First of all, thank you very much to the League of Women Voters uh, for the opportunity um, to hear my voice and to know why I am running. Um, I was elected in 2015 um, as one of the first two African-American women ever elected to the Madison um, Common Council. I'm running because I feel that there is unfinished business from 2015 to uh, what we're facing today, I had the opportunity to say that is enough and I'm ready to step aside. Um, But there is unfinished business. It's been challenging these past two years on the Madison City Council. And I feel that there is business still to be done. The experience that I've had over the years being on the city council prepares me in a strong position to stand up and speak on behalf of those voices that don't often make it to the table and also uh, those voices who are loudest as well and to mess the combination of those two together uh, so that city government can also hear what the public and the community is saying. And so I am absolutely committed to run and be the voice of the people of the of District 20.
0: What actions or programs would you support to enhance public safety in Madison? And in particular, what's your position on the use of body cameras by Madison police officers?
1: Thank you for that question. When I ran in 2015, um, the issue was then body cameras. And I supported body cameras uh, uh, in 2015. And the reason that I supported body cameras in 2015 is is that I was on a ride along and I realized that it is so very important for not only the police to um, be where they need to be, but also there is an accountability. There needs to be a what happened. And so many times I have heard Um, when the Tony Robinson shooting happened is is that if only we had had body-worn cameras to see what had happened between that stairwell. And so I support uh, body-worn cameras. I absolutely support a well-resourced police department. Um, And my track record has demonstrated that. Every person needs to feel safe in their community, in their neighborhood and in their homes. And I've I've supported that uh, throughout my career. And from 2015 to now, that has not changed. The dialogue and conversation has changed to defund the police. That is not correct dialogue because we cannot do it by ourselves. A well-resourced police department, well-resourced community, Um, uh, uh, organizations are very, very important, but it must happen together rather than separately.
0: What do you see as the most important environmental issues that the city needs to address? And what will be your priorities for council action on those issues?
1: Another great question. Um, As a alder of the Southwest side, during that tremendous flood, I went into neighborhoods. At that time, I was the older of District 1 and also the older in Park Edge, Park Ridge. I went into homes where people showed me where the marks of the water had arisen. I went into homes where all of their possessions were destroyed. In some of my neighborhoods on the southwest side and the lower southwest sides, they did not have the capacity to rebuild and replace. In my homes uh, on the farther Hawks Landing side, they experience the same danger. And so, um, but they have the ability to afford to correct that. What we will be looking at is, is that how are our systems managing and making sure that there is not a recurrence of that again. It is so critically important that we start looking at environment and those um, those issues there. Um, I am also committed to looking at our transportation systems and how we move from place to place. It is a priority that as we develop our transportation system is it getting to the places and spaces that we need. Um, We look at structural deficits and we talk about not having enough money, but actually we really do need to look at our city and how we spend our money and make sure that we are getting the best for the services that we can afford.
0: What's your position on increasing the pay for alders?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I voted against the increase of pay for alders. Not that we don't work very hard, and we do. It is not a 20-hour job, and it is not. It is a public safety. But during the time when we are talking about structural deficit and the years to come, when we were in the budget deliberation cycle, very strong uh, amendments came forward, but they could not be lifted up they could not be approved because the question always was the the structural deficit that the city will be facing in coming years. I, the timing was not right. There is no way that I could have voted for an increase in my salary when I was experiencing or talking with individuals who were homeless or in hotels that could not fit, cannot um, even manage the basic necessities of food, housing, and clothing. And it was not the right time for us to do that. And so, in good consciousness, I could not support the raise in salary. And the public said when that was offered is that they're not ready for a full time position for an altar. They were not ready. I do not think Madison is ready uh, for an increase in salary at this time. What, if anything, do you think the city should be doing to support economic development? Mm. I see the building of the Black Business Hub as a way to start building, um, uh, building wealth. Uh, On the southwest side, the Employment and Training Center, where they're taking individuals and helping them to get their CDL licenses, where all of that is is creating a workforce where people can get sustainable employment. All of those are economic development drivers to me. But you have to have a well-trained, well-resourced, community of of workers. And how do you get that? You do mentoring. I think that mentoring is some, one of the most important ways that you can build a strong, vibrant workforce.
0: How do you see racial disparities impacting constituents in your district? And are there any actions the city should take to address those disparities?
1: When I hear um, disparities, I have to step back and ask the question, is the city actually trying to resolve the issues of racial disparities? Are they causing some of the challenges and problems? I see oftentimes in nonprofits, especially the nonprofits who specialize in addressing the needs of, of underrepresented communities, they're being pitted against each other to receive the dollar. I think that the city has a responsibility of not just giving money, but to make sure they're providing the educational resources and support so that these businesses can be successful. Um, um, It's something to uh, walk into a store and you see people that look like you. It's wonderful to walk into businesses and see people that look like you. That is an incentive for a young person to say, oh, I can do this. Oh, I never thought of this. And so Introducing those pieces so that we could have a well-informed, well-educated, well-trained workforce is so important. And the city can do that. We allocate the monies to the various entities. But what is the underlying support that we build so that they can be strong, strong, viable and sustainable. Sustainability is important. So there's accountability in that. Accountability is not a negative thing. It says what's missing, the presence of which if it were there, how could we build a strong, vibrant economy? And I think that the city now is taking a back And it's not just giving money, but it's supporting those businesses, supporting those organizations and agencies so that they can be strong, viable, and sustainable. What are the
0: most critical issues that you see facing the people in your district and what
1: do you propose to address those issues? I've been asking those questions and I, as I ask those questions, public safety keeps rising to the top. In every conversation, they say that transportation, speeding, but public safety is their issue. People want to feel safe in their homes and in their neighborhoods. How can we address that? Um, And when I originally say that we need a well-resourced police department, they cannot do that on their own. It needs to be a well-resourced police department. It also has to be community resources. It has to be navigators who have their ear to the ground and understanding and listening to the people who are in the community. And so I absolutely am very supportive of public engagement. And what is public engagement? Public engagement is, is that hearing what the voices of the people most impacted are saying and taking that information, weighing that information, and then going into the city government and saying, how can we match up the needs of our community with the resources that the city can provide and come to a middle where we are making, having a safe, viable and thriving community that the opportunity is there for everyone. And finally, what would you like to say to our
0: viewers as we complete the interview? I
1: love Madison. I love Madison because it's a growing community with opportunities that, it, that can be available for all people. And when we talk about thriving, I, I often ask myself, is this a tale of two cities? Is, there, is this a Madison that's rated as the most viable, livable city? Or is it not? And so for it to have a balanced sense of equality where all people have the opportunity to live in a community where they can educate their children, they can um, grow and prosper and they can make a livable, sustainable um, income. I'm running because there is a sense of urgency and I am at my best self right now in order to say and stand and be confident that I'm speaking and hearing the voices of those who not only are the most vulnerable, but also for the ones that are paying taxes. And so there is a place in the middle where we can start engaging in those conversations. I think that I am, let me say nothing, I know that I am the person that can bring those conversations together and, and elevate Madison where it is a city that is a city that is good for all people regardless of what their economic um, uh, status is.
0: Thank you, Barbara Harrington McKinney for speaking with us and thanks to our viewers for taking the time to know your candidates. I'd like to remind everyone that the primary election day is Tuesday, February 21st, and the general election is Tuesday, April 4th. As with every election, please vote. On behalf of Madison's City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, thank you for joining us.